0: Welcome to the Red Half of Sheffield. This is a Sheffield United podcast by two American Blades fans. My name is Noah Snyder, and I am joined, as always, by Chad Jarvis. And how are you doing today, Chad?
1: Oh, I'm not not doing too bad, you know. The boys are back in town. A uh, convincing win this early, 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 super early morning. <laughs> from um, our perspective, today. yes. Yeah, from our perspective, yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, I'm good. How are you, Noah? I'm doing all right. Actually uh, injured myself this past weekend. Uh, I was playing hurling, which is a Gaelic sport, and I injured my rib. And so I'm kind of just recovering from that right now. Had to take a couple of days off of work because I literally, until this afternoon, was not really able to get out of bed. But here I am doing a little bit of pod. Uh, I'm going to ask that you don't make me laugh too much, Chad, if possible, because Uh, It hurts my ribs every single time that I do it. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'll I'll dial it back today. (laughs) Appreciate it. So here we are already in preseason, which is awesome. I mean, it's so good to be able to watch United even play preseason games against teams that are, I I don't want to say vastly below our level, but, you know, clearly at least a level below where we're at. And as you mentioned earlier today, we played two 60-minute games against Lincoln City FC. We won the first one 2-0. We won the second one 4-0. We will get into that in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about some business that Sheffield United have done recently. Um, first, and but certainly not foremost, in from Man City on loan, we have Tommy Doyle. He is a center-middle. And he can play that Norwood role, but he can also play a little bit more advanced. He distributes the ball really well. And by all accounts, this is a great signing for Sheffield United. And I believe he did pretty well for himself on loan, both at Cardiff City in the latter part of last season and previously at Hamburg SV in Germany. And I think they're in the Bundesliga too. But at Cardiff City, 19 games played, two goals. At Hamburg, six games played, one goal. But, you know, this is an England under-21. He was also an under-20, and so on and so forth. And like I said, this kid's from Manchester City, so he is at least halfway decent at 20 years old. He stands five foot eight, and like I mentioned already, he he is really good at distributing the ball. By all accounts, everything that I've seen about him, he can ping a ball in. So we're going to look to have him take free kicks when Norwood isn't in the game. And he can also score a penalty as well. He did take, I think, a couple of penalties last season as well. What's your take, Chad? Uh, It seems like it's
1: a good signing for us. Albeit it's a loan and, you know, it's always going to be so hard to replace the law firm you know it it sucks that he's not coming back in the door but last year is last year and and so we move on and more to your what you said I mean he seems like he's a good player and he'll fit in good in in this squad I just want to see him play but he's already he already has like a little niggling injury there that's keeping him out of you know our preseason game so hopefully they can get him fit for the back half of our preseason schedule and feature him in maybe the last two. But I don't even think he starts game one of the season against Watford. I'm guessing he's probably going to start on the bench and then based on his training and how, how he looks in training, heck he might give him a shot, but I don't think
0: this is going to be like a day one start. And I, you know, I'm inclined to agree with you at the moment. I do think he's going to be coming off the bench um, when he is fit, the first f- probably few games given a chance. And if he performs well enough, you know, he could fit into that starting role, m- maybe ahead of Fleck. Maybe. But look, he, I think he's right footed and we know how, you know, we typically like to have our midfield set up a right footer on the right hand side, a left footer on the left hand side. Fleck has filled that role. Osborne has demonstrated thus far in the preseason and last season that he can fill in that role. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But I think perhaps we will be seeing more of an alter alteration to our formation this season. I think we are going to see a 5-2-1-2 or perhaps a 5-2-2-1 with two attacking midfielders and a lone striker, perhaps.
1: Yeah. You you could be, could be right, but I don't know. Based on what preseason we haven't really seen, it, it kind of has been that formation you've talked about with the one lone striker up top. You know, because Brewster's been up there by himself. Sue has been up there, and it's kind of been the players in behind them feeding them the ball, trying to get the back lines to get to catch them on sides, and and where we have enough room to get a player in behind to put a shot in on goal. And that happened a good amount of chances today, you know? So I'm, I'm happy to see we might be leaning towards a different kind of formation at at United, but, you know, we could always go go with our normal old trusty formation, but hopefully we can bring the players in that lets us play a
0: new formation. I'd be happy to see a little change, a little freshening up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you said, Chad, you know, it's going to be predicated upon the players that are coming in. And by all accounts, um, you know, we're not done doing business yet. The other player that I want to bring up, and you know, this is a huge boon, especially given the limited time, the 45 minutes that we saw um, from him against Casa Pia in Portugal. And I hopefully this signing doesn't come... And bite us in the butt <laughs> uh, anel Ahmed Hozich, he joined from Malmo it's a four year deal, so that is a good chunk of time right there, and it's around five million pounds estimated he's twenty three years old, huge lad, six foot five. He was like I said, with Malmo, and then before that uh, he was with Forrest, I think in twenty sixteen and By all accounts, he is a good center back, and he will be a great center back for us, not just this season, but for the future as well. This is, I think, either a Basham replacement or somebody who can even slot in there for Egan at times, um, and if need be, on the left-hand side for Jackie Longthrow.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, I think Hecky's looking at Egan played every single game we played in the league last year. I think he's going to like give Eags a little bit of a rotation this coming season. And, you know, bash, if he were to get hurt, cause he had that stint where he was out. What the last, he missed a handful of games right there towards the end of last season. I'm curious to see what this guy offers, but I also think that it's a good, good bit of business by United because I think with him only being 23, and I think, Andrew from Blades Pod said this too. I think we might keep him around for a couple of years and then sell him on if if especially if he develops into a good you know center back player you know this might be it's a four year deal, but we could play him for two years and then his his transfer value goes up you know ten fifteen million you just just throwing numbers out there, and then somebody comes and takes him off of our hands,
0: yeah. I think it's clearly going to be predicated upon, you know, whether we are able to achieve promotion this year. Obviously I think we're building our team this year. The moves that I've seen thus far from United are indicative of us making a push really, really hard this year to try and go back up to the premier league.
1: Yep. I, I think we are too. I think this team has the, you know, the capability and I've, just based on how we started doing business it's not like we're making dumb transfers just trying to like throw money at people to get them in the door i think it's just us buying smart albeit i want a few i would like a few more players to come through the door you know striking options could be one of them but i think we're just taking our time to build a automatic promotion type team. I think we want to bypass the whole playoffs. We want to go either one or two and try and go
0: up. And if we can replace, and I'm not saying you do this with one player, but you do this with several players. If we can replace both the goals and the assist productions uh, from Morgan Gibbs white this season, um, I think that we do have a good chance given that, you know, this is going to be our first full season with hecky in charge.
1: Yeah. And and I think if we hold on to That only helps our team because he has looked in right good form. Obviously, the competition has been horrible that we played against, so let's not get our, you know, oh, my God, we're going to be world beaters. But he has looked very good. He's shown up in shape. It looks like he's ready to go. I don't know if he's coming in in shape trying to get a transfer, say, hey, look at me, I can score goals, blah, blah, blah. I can move within the midfield. Hey, I want to get out of here. But if we can keep him, that's a very high plus on my board. Because he is going to be a game changer, and we saw it in, in stints last year. And hopefully, we've get it. We've got him where he's healthy, and he can, you know, play a good majority of the season, not injured. And oh, only the like, the sky's the limit for him. He might go off. He might replace the output the the law firm had
0: from last year with assist. Could be, could be, you know, obviously Sandra Badgay is not going to be playing as forward as Morgan Gibbs white played last season, but he could, he could maybe play in a high two um, as far as attacking midfielders are concerned, but I don't, I just don't think he's going to play as forward as Morgan Gibbs white did last season. So I want to talk about a couple of rumors really fast. The first one and this has been on the boil, you know, for the last several days now. Kieran Clark from Newcastle potentially coming in. Uh, initially they said that this was going to be a permanent signing. Now everything that I'm hearing is going to be a loan a year-long loan um, but he is a center back he i think he's 32 years old at present but that's more coverage as far as center back is concerned he's got some good premier league experience did not have the best year last year by all accounts um, but still a good experienced player at the premier league level coming down to the championship he should do just fine yeah i hope
1: i hope he can you know if we do end up Suing this loan, which I've read a bunch Today that it's, it should be Announced in the next few days I'd be okay with it You know, nothing really special No razzle dazzle, so as long As it's a good signing, that's all I'm looking for, is good Signings, I don't want to have these I don't know, who can I Chalk up like a, a player like Moose Coming in, I mean he was absolutely worthless So, as long
0: As they're good signings, I'm okay with that Yeah, for sure the other signing, which has kind of remained a little bit of a mystery, but people are starting to speculate a little bit, is another Premier League player, but we're hearing that it is a forward, and... um a lot of people are saying Rita Kadra, who was on loan last season at Blackburn Rovers. I think we all remember. Um, and it was said that this was a player that did very well against us and Kadra certainly does fit the bill as a player who did very well against us last season. So we get him and that is a great, great loan signing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like it. We're not spending too much money on these players. You know, we're picking up a good majority of these players contracts, but. You know, we might as well try something. I, I like forwards. I like attacking, scoring goals. So, you know, another forward in the fold. That way we don't have to rely on thirty-six soon to be thirty-seven year old Billy Sharp anymore. McBurney, he's so far out of the off the squad, he's just modeling bucket hats at this point. So <laughs> I mean, he can be our team model until his contract is up as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, more if we add more strikers to the striking room,
0: I'm okay with that. Yeah, and look, we have some money to burn as far as the wages are concerned. Look, we've had Ollie Burke who's gone out. He's gone out to Werder Bremen. And we also have had going out Moose. So those were relatively big wage bills because they were signed in the Premier League. So you assume that they were on pretty decent wages. We can use those, you know, the, the money from those wages and maybe make some signings in the loan market. And I think that'll be a boon for us. And look, you look at Forrest from last season, they went up with like, what, five loan signings? Yeah, right. I mean, so why can't we do it? Yep, exactly. Exactly. Any other rumors that you want to discuss here, Chad?
1: No, every everything else is kind of uh, gone quiet. I haven't heard too much yeah. in the last. I mean, aside from the na- the two names that you named. I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard much of anything else. I'm hoping we like uh, like I have said a couple times already. I want more strikers. We got. It seems like we're going defensive coverage. Maybe another midfielder but I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not the coach of the team. I'm just an armchair manager and you know, my, our
0: team will never be good enough. Signed to an extension. We have Adam Davies, who is our backup goalkeeper. And he didn't really get much time last season. Obviously didn't get a single minute in the senior team, but it's nice to have him as that backup for Wes Fodderingham, who, I think is injured currently so yeah. um we'll probably be seeing more of Adam Davies as the preseason kind of rolls on here um but I think he he kept one clean sheet kind of cuz he went down with an injury earlier yeah. in today. day Yeah he um, he picked up a little niggling injury so he might
1: and I don't know United's not letting on how much or how bad uh, West's calf injury is cuz that's what they're that's what they alluded to uh this morning during the broadcast was he was out with a calf injury. And I, I think it's just one of those ones, you know, coming back and in, in preseason training, you know, you're going full bore or going faster than you should be that quick, that soon back. And hopefully it's something that doesn't keep Wes out for uh,
0: the beginning of the season, which is in about what, three weeks. Crazy that we're this close to the season already. So let's talk a little bit about some goings out on loan here. Harry Boys, he's off to Forest Green Rovers, just promoted from League Two to League One. And, uh, hope he does well over at the Vegans. Jake Eastwood, he might finally get some first team football over at Ross County in the Scottish Premiership. Marcus Dewhurst is on loan at Scunthrop United. And Harrison Neal has been loaned out to Barrow for the season. Do you have any thoughts that you want to share on any of those players, Chad? It's all good, you know, youth experience. Sending them out
1: to the likes of Scotland, the nationally, League League 1, League 2. It's all about getting, you know, these younger players involved in these EFL teams. Or, hell, Jake Eastwood going to, to... Ross County in the 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 top flight of Scotland. Okay. Get go get you some run against Celtic and Rangers. If if you give a bunch of goals, it's just game experience, you know. It doesn't hurt us, but it it only helps us for the future,
0: you know. Yeah, I don't see Jake Eastwood getting a lot of a lot of first team minutes. I think he's going to serve as a backup keeper for for Ross County, um but at the same time he he might get a couple of games. Yeah, I mean that'd be okay.
1: He's he's been with United for what? About 9 or 10 years and still hasn't featured in the first team, so I don't believe his future is very bright here
0: either, but um we did just sign him to an extension though.
1: Yeah, I know. He's just the all-time, you know, third keeper, <laughs> you know, cuz yeah. we got we got rid of the of the likes of Michael Verrups and, you know, so there's there's room for him, but you know, there's other youth players that I think are going to go out on loan. I think Osua will probably go out on loan. We'll find somebody for him. I don't think he'll stick around. You know, the likes of Casper Lapata, he'll go back out on loan. I would imagine that. It sounds like there's some contract issues going on, and he doesn't want to go on loan until he gets a new deal and all that stuff. So we're going to have plenty of players in and around the EFL in the whole of, you know, the continent.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, I, for my money, since I've supported United, I can't remember kind of a more bright youth squad. You know, we have a yep. lot of promise, uh, coming up through our youth ranks. So, I mean, it's pretty great. You know, like obviously there have been bright stars, you know, in the past, thinking about Harry Maguire. At the same time, you know, it seems overall there is a lot of talent who just needs more experience. Yep. So with all of these transfers in and out, Chad, it really does beg the question, what do we need in your humble opinion? Strikers, 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 strikers. strikers.
1: And one, I would say one or two, let's go with two more strikers and one attacking midfielder. I would be fine with, and then let's get another left wing back to
0: add 400 people in that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we do seem to have i don't want to say an embarrassment of riches but we do have several players that can fill in that spot i do see somebody going out among stevens uh norrington davies and max low one of them is going to be gone i think before the end of this transfer window
1: i mean you would have to think it's probably gonna be max low D keeps getting hurt and nobody's gonna want him and the stevens is just our player forever and I mean, all signs have to point to Max Lowe. I mean, he he he's looked good for us in the last in our first two preseason games, but I I just think they're gonna let him go. Because I would give him that spot right now and see and be like, This is your spot going into the season. Let's see if you can live up to all the hype you had last year. And let's see if you can, you know, retain this spot, or if not. Any given week, he can be pulled out of there, and we'll we'll rotate one of these guys in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Chad. As far as Max Lowe is concerned, I think he far and away looked one of our best players in the three – preseason games that we've had thus far. I thought he impressed against Casapia in the 45 minutes that he had. I thought he looked good earlier today as well, from what I could see. Um, It wasn't the best stream on SU TV against Lincoln City earlier today, but I did enjoy his play against Lincoln City earlier today. You know, I, I agree with you with your assessment about Norrington Davies. I mean he went down so early in that game against Cassapia and was subbed off so early. He didn't even really get a chance to get going. Did I, I didn't notice. Did he even play earlier today against Lincoln city? No, no, I don't think he was in the side. I think he was missing due to injury. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it is a possibility, but based on what Heckingbottom said earlier today was that there was an offer for max low, but it was so low. Pardon the pun. Uh, <laughs> That I mean we weren't even gonna consider it. Yeah, I mean, if it's not worth our evaluation,
1: why even take it? I mean it's if it's not worth it, don't even bother. You know? That's like the the rumored bid for uh burger from who was it, Verde okay. Man was like yeah. seventeen million, but we wanted like twenty-two or something. Yeah. Don't try and get low balled. We gotta get at least if we're gonna sell him,
0: we gotta get at least some of the money back, you yeah. know. Yeah, I'd say at least what we paid which was around that 22 million quid. Yeah. For my money, I agree I think we do need at least one more midfielder and I I I'm assuming that, you know, one of the youth players is going to come up. You know, I don't know if Oliver Arblaster is going to be going out on loan this year. All signs point to that as a possibility. Can't see him spending any more time in the under 23s because he was just so Good last season for the under 23s. Um, and they'll probably want him to get some good first team experience playing league football. So we will see. But I'm, I'm expecting at least one of the holes to be plugged by a youth player. Whether Willisula stays or not, you were speculating earlier. I think between him and Jebison, one of them is going to be going out on loan to a League One side. I don't think Jebo is going to be going out again on loan. I think it's more likely that Willisula at this point is going to be going out on loan. But I agree, at least one more striker. We need at least one more forward player um, as we've lost now two of our strikers from last season. So um, we really need to patch a hole there and hopefully we can do so with a Premier League player like we were saying beforehand. So let's just kind of briefly discuss the preseason thus far. As we've mentioned, we had a relatively strong 2-1 victory over Casapia in Portugal. And after conceding early on, like a really, really poor mistake, uh United roared back, controlling most of the possession all game, and then goals from Sander Berge off of a free kick that kind of ping- pinballed around, and then an absolute banger from Daniel Jebison in the second half. I think it was probably around the seventy-fifth minute somewhere, mm-hmm. in and around there. Um, and what a goal that was from Jebbo! We tweeted as much, and the question was posed: "Piss missile or no piss missile?"
1: Ah, uh, I'd I'd say it was a half a half a missile. Half it'd be a piss missile. Um, yeah, it wasn't full. We're just preseason. I mean, you, if you get one and hit one. I don't really think preseason piss missiles count. I don't think piss it's missile, bad. the term starts until we're in the, you know, the actual season in the cup and all that. I th- I think this is just, you know, he looked – because it, it looked when he took that goal, he's just like, I'm going to hit this as hard as I possibly can. And if it goes in, it goes in. And the goalkeeper was just like, yeah, there ain't no way I can stop that. So, I mean, it it was – but I don't clear or
0: classify it until the season starts more, more of a urine rocket than a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. urine <laughs> rocket better. Yep. <laughs> and then as we previously mentioned, uh, United played two 60 minute games against Lincoln city FC, both of which were one as previously mentioned, two nil in the first game and four nil in the second game. And then, Will Asula had a, himself a brace in that first game. I didn't get an opportunity to watch all of it, but I did see the highlights on that first goal. Enda Stevens put a beautiful through ball through to Asula and he was just there to, to tap it in basically. And then on his second goal, Norwood pinged it over the top. Asula, like, Brilliantly controlled it with his back heel. I don't know if you, if you saw that on the replay, um, and then scored it. I think it was off the post and in. So great brace there for Sue. I think both goals were scored within the first 10 minutes of the game. And yeah, we won very comfortably in the first one and then even more comfortably in the second one. Second game, goals from Osborne, Berger, and then a brace for Brewster in the second half. And Berger, just doing what he does. I mean, he was just making those marauding runs. I do actually want to take it back really quickly in our game against Casapia back in Portugal. And you know who stood out to me is Anel. I mean, he was phenomenal in that game.
1: Yeah, it was tough for me to like like these first, I guess you can say three games. It's tough for me to draw conclusions out of what we you know, what players stood out. So I'm kind of like, eh, it's three games. I would like to see now, you know, starting with Saturday in the, the, what, four games after that to see where we really are. Cause now you've had some time to get situated and, you know, find your feet, so to speak in, in these first three. And let's see what you really have. But I don't know about you. I would always, I don't know. I guess in preseason they always schedule these these weaker opponents. I would just like to schedule somebody worth a damn, you know. Even if they don't put out their top squad, and we do, just put out, you know, some type of fight. This Lincoln City today, that was, I don't know what was worse. Thrown together kits with randoms health on the front of them, or the Lincoln City side, because usually when you know that they're struggling, they have with A, trialist B, were able to be subbed in. They don't have Nate. I'm like, man, this, it's all cool to see the Blades play, but when they play a team and that we could have easily beat, like in the second game when we put our our best eleven players out there, or a good majority of them
0: we could have beat that we could have beat him like 8-0 yeah i i agree and look you know obviously these first couple of games here just to get back up to a baseline of fitness you know you want to see some skill there and you what you want to see is the teamwork and i thought in both games we really did start to see that you yep. know you yeah, can you tell the, you can tell that the boys have been working and um what you want to see is the chemistry and mm-hmm. over overall that's what we got to see was that and chemistry see- See that's the
1: biggest factor too. We didn't chop and change and lose too many people from last season that like were influential in our side. So I think that cohesion is good for us to go into this season, you know, and hit the ground running once it starts and pick up a bunch of points right here at the beginning of the season where these other teams that you know have chopped and changed a lot of lost a lot of different players they might struggle and we might excel and be high further ahead of like, you know, maybe like a Watford or
0: Burnley or somebody that came down, you know? Yep. yep. And, you know, when we do our, our preseason podcast, that is one of the things that we are going to be discussing. We're going to be discussing the keys to this season. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely one of them, making sure we pick up points early in the season, which is what we didn't do last season. And we kind of had to play, you know, coming, basically coming from behind and just sneaking into the playoffs last season. Um, granted it was on great form, but we need to have a much stronger start to this season. If we want to achieve our aims and goals, which of course is getting back to the premier league. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. So Chad, I know you have an announcement that you want to make that our, uh, listeners are going to be very eager to hear. So I will let you make that right now.
1: Well, I would like to say for anyone that is thinking about, or, is going to the Millwall wall game at home. One half of the red half of Sheffield will be in attendance. So, yes, I will be over for that game Saturday, the 6th, I believe it is. So if you're around and you listen to this pod and you're around anywhere in Sheffield on the game game day, come over and I'll buy you a beer and we'll have pre-match beers, attend the match, and then we'll have post-match beers. I've already been in contact with some guys over there, so we're going to have a good meet-up. Um, I'll be in London the 5th, and then I'm taking the train up to, to Sheffield the morning of the game, so I should be in around 12, on match day, so... After that, once I get all checked in in my hotel room, I'm heading down to the nearest bar watering hole around the the lane, and then we're just going to have a good old time. So if you're in and around the game and any of the bars, just hit me up, DM me on Twitter or whatnot, DM the page on Twitter, whatever, and I'll let you know where we're at and come out and have a beer.
0: I wouldn't promise, uh, buying, uh, buying a beer to too many folks there, Chad. You're going to come home completely skint.
1: Yeah. You know, eh, it is, it, it's in the kindness of my heart. You know, these, <laughs> these people have welcomed this into their eardrums for what about
0: this is going to be what year three now? Yeah, it's going to be yeah. year year 3 of us doing this podcast, but um basically our second anniversary coming up here in August. So, yeah. pretty crazy. <laughs> pretty so, crazy that we've been doing it this long.
1: I mean, for the people that have listened this long, it goes out to you.
0: So, yeah, if you're over there I'll I'll do something for you. Fantastic stuff. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we sign off here, Chad? No, I think uh, I think that about does it. We might have a
1: special event coming uh in the future. Might want to keep posted on our social medias to see if we are able to release that information if we are. We will get it out to uh to you guys sooner rather than later, but it it should be confirmed whether or not we are in the next what would you say 2 days. Yeah.
0: Um so something, yeah, well something like that.
1: Yeah, we'll give you guys a heads up. But yeah, other than that, I think we nailed pretty much everything we've,
0: we've wanted to. For sure. So that is about our time for the, this episode of the Red Half of Sheffield. If you haven't done so already, please give us a follow on social media. You can follow us at Red Sheffield on Twitter and at the Red Half of Sheffield on Facebook. And where can the people find you on social media, Chad? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cjarvis underscore 13. And you can follow me, Noah Snyder, at sunpuck on Instagram and at nessman 930 on Twitter. So, likely we're going to be taking a week-long break before our next podcast. Unless there is some sort of major development regarding transfers, then we will likely do a special podcast. But until then, up the blades, Chad. Up the blades. Come on, you red and white wizards.